Yes, welcome to Mr. Z and Fifth, which your host is Zacchaeus, and the Fifth General, Zacchaeus, was good, man. It was good, it's good to be here, brethren, really good to be here, yeah. All right, today, let's let everybody know what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about uh, the passing of Juice World. For those who know who he is, um, that's one of our main topics. Also, we're going to get into the hypocrisy of the of the NFL fan base regarding uh, Cap. Um, ooh, not Kaepernick, but regarding Michael Vick. But Michael we're, Vick. But, yeah. but we're going to talk about Kaepernick because there's a a thing I want to connect here. But we're going to mm-hmm. talk about the petition against Michael Vick uh, mm-hmm. because he's going to be, well, he's supposed to be honored. Um, well, he's supposed to be uh, honored. Yeah. On a, 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 a pro bowl honoree uh, this mm-hmm. year. Okay. Receiving the 2020 pro bowl honor uh, due, yeah, due to due, his dog fighting yeah. pass, you know, uh, Mm-hmm. According to the Shade Room, they said almost 400,000 signed a petition to stop Michael Vick from receiving his 2020 Pro Bowl honor due to his dogfighting past. The man went to jail for it. He apologized. It is what it is. It's been years since it's happened. But we're going to talk about the hypocrisy that's going on in that situation. All right. Yes. Uh, but we're going to uh, sure. start the show off with some with some things before we get to our main topics. Uh, Zach, here's yeah. you started off. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, you know, today, you know, I'm just listening to the news. I was driving, go pick up my daughter from um, the after school program, and I just heard on the news quickly that there was a shooting in Jersey, Jersey City. Um, one police officer's dead, and um, five, five others shot. You know, it was a crazy chaotic day. In Jersey City, it happened at 12, wrong 12 ish, 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock in the afternoon or so. But it was crazy, you know, it was just a consistent violence that going on in the streets, especially in, in around our area, you know. But especially but when I heard that in Jersey City, I was just, I was just saying to myself, well, man, but, but my condolences go out to the families, man, and to the cop that had, he had five um, children that he left behind, you know. Real quick, because we need to let people know. For those who listen to us, you know our podcast uploads every Friday. We're recording on December 10th. So for those that are wondering what we're talking about, once this airs, understand we're talking about something that is happening as of today that we're recording on December 10th. We want to make sure we got our dates right for for listeners. Go ahead, Zacchaeus. Yeah. So... Yes, this is in Jersey City shooting police officers among six killed in a shooting standoff suspects. Nearly they have the SWAT team there. It was like a like a movie thing, you know. They had the SWAT team there. And these these um I think a man and a woman out of out of gun people that were shooting at the police. I guess they went on a shooting spree. And um I guess they're gonna give us more updates as time goes as far as that goes on, but um but um, condolences go out to um, um, Joseph <laughs> Seals. There's a police officer that got killed. Joseph Seals. He was a 13-year veteran. 
husband and a father of five. You know, so it's a sad situation. And so condolences and, you know, it's just just a um, condolences to the people that also lost their lives too, as well as a police officer. So, you know, it's a big thing there in Jersey City. It's big news, you know. But um, I don't feel that um, a news like this should should um that the people hear the news and then they should die on i think i think it's something that uh, should be addressed i've been it's been addressed before but but i mean this is a serious matter we live in me and me and me and fifth are believers and we know that we're living in the last days you know so it's just a situation where you just it's just something to not ignore you know so I'm just gonna bring the bring it up and just um mention it real quickly before we go on to the other stories. But um so far a sixth gone. So I just wanna we just wanna bring out our condolences to, to them, the families that lost their life the people that lost their lives today, you know. So yeah, in Jersey City. You hear more about this on other news anchors, but just wanna bring that out, you know. So, yeah, they, they they mentioned it on CNN. Um Yes. Yeah. Uh, earlier today. Yes. Um, for like a few minutes. Um. So. Um. You know. Uh. Rest in peace to the, uh to those who lost their lives. Um. Yeah. We it, yeah, okay. It, it seems like okay. Let me let me just say my opinion on this because I'm gonna be honest on this podcast. Um. We wasn't even I I really wasn't gonna have much of an opinion on this story because, you know, how many times is this gonna happen for anybody to care? Um, and it seems like um we've done shows in the past about this club getting ma- mass shooting in this spot, mass shooting in that area. That you know, um yeah. the 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 guy who shot up the the uh, the front of a Walmart and all this other stuff, you know, it, you know, yeah, is 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 this stuff happens so goes on and on and on. Stuff happens so much that you become desensitized. I mean, listen, yeah, everybody knows that we hold, we don't play around on this podcast, especially Mrs. Z and Fifth. Uh, we have the yeah. round circle as well, but on Mr. Z and Fifth, we don't play around on this podcast when it comes to, um, when it comes to holding white supremacy accountable for death. Okay. Yeah. And to be honest with you, this show would, we would have to talk about a brother being gunned, an unarmed brother or sister or child being gunned down every day by the police. That would be our topic every week. And the reason why I'm yes. saying it is because it happens all the time. You know, there, yes. have, there have been stuff that has happened that we haven't talked about. Not because we're ignoring it, because it's just, it's tiring. And, you know, we do have our times where we will address it. But, you know, at the same time, we want to, we want everybody to be aware. Um, but we want to make sure that our podcast is full of, um, enjoyable content you know so yeah. what what, yeah. what you know if if you're out there and you want to listen to um the news uh daily news program then this is not the podcast for you but uh we like to highlight certain situ we like to highlight certain stories uh 
that need to be talked about or stuff that doesn't get attention that should, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's all I want to say about that. Um, respectfully. Um, but it's just, it's just out of hand. It's tiring. And, you know, there's a lot of things that we would like to talk about. Uh, me and Zach here are just full of talent on this mic. So we don't always want to have a sad story every time we get on here. I mean, that's not what you guys subscribe to, you know, but we want to keep it real, too. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm going to move on just for the sake of the show not uh, being dragged on this, you know, on this particular topic and not getting to what we need to. Okay. Um, but once again, rest in peace to those who lost their lives. Um, enough is enough, you know, just crime happens every day. I get it. I know somebody's out there saying people get shot every day, B. I mean, which is true, you know, but you know, it's, it's just, it's sad all over. We shouldn't be, we really shouldn't be desensitized to death. You know, all death. You no, know what I mean? Yeah, all death. Yeah. So you know, yeah. we we really shouldn't be. It's sad. It's the world that we live in, but we really shouldn't be. All right, let me let me move on. Okay. This is pretty sad because this young brother was only twenty one years old. Just turned twenty one. Uh just uh, turned twenty one. Yeah. Gerard Anthony Higgins, also known as Juice World. Rapper singer, born in Chicago. Uh, known for the hits, well, known for his hits, uh, All Girls Are the Same, and Lucid Dreams. Lucid Dreams, probably the most talked about single. This whole, you know, this whole um, uh, two, three days, two days. Uh, well, yes. well, well, this whole week. Let me just say this whole week because by the time this airs Friday, it'll yeah. be a whole week. Um, but, you know, he died of a, he died of a seizure, but, they're saying that their seizure was linked to drug use. Yes. Okay. Um, to help what I'm to help what me and Zach Kears are about to say, uh, we're going to need to play this clip by the man himself. He had an interview. Uh, I don't know where it sounds like a radio station interview, a TV interview. And I just want to talk and I, I just want to bring attention to this because, uh, I want to say rest in peace out of respect but I need to hold some people accountable uh, for this. So it may be himself just based off some of the stuff that I, I read about him. I mean, this was a young man who was very vocal about not seeing a certain age of his life. Very similar to Pac. Very similar to Pac. Yes. Very similar to Biggie. You know, you can't talk your death. Words have power. That's in the Bible. Oh, yes. You know, let me play this uh, by this young brother, Juice World, just to kind of help with what we're talking about. Years, I feel like, especially for like a boy, mm. like finding out who your role models are, you what you like basketball, football. That's like when you start kind of choosing the dreams you want to chase, damn near. Right. So, like, sixth, seventh grade, I was hooping playing baseball i was good at both at the time but i was also like freestyling and i was really into music like i used to damn near worship this like i was into music so much 
So my family putting me on to all this different music, Future, Gucci, all these niggas talking about drugs. Bro. You can't help but ignore how fun or how interesting, at least, they're making Zans and Lean and all the shit sound. Yeah, bro. Like, when I heard Future, the first song I ever heard by Future was Ain't No Way Around It. The second song I've <coughs> ever heard by Future is um, Dirty Sprite, like, for off the first Dirty Sprite mixtape. Mm-hmm. And that shit had me wanting to sip Lean at, like, 11, 12 years old, bro. Yeah. So... You know, wow. I ain't know if that was sixth grade, seventh grade. I'm hearing songs about sipping lean. Those are like the real influential years. I feel like, especially for like a boy, mm. like finding out who your role models are. You what you like basketball, football. That's like when you start kind of choosing the dreams you want to chase. Damn it. Right. So like sixth, seventh grade, I was hooping, I was playing baseball. I was good at both at the time. <laughs> But I was also like freestyling and I was really into music. Like I used to damn near worship the shit. Like I was into music so much. So my family putting me on to all this different music, future, Gucci, all these niggas talking about drugs. Bro. You can't help but ignore how fun or how interesting at least they're making Zans and Lean and all the shit sound. Yeah, bro. Like when I heard Future, the first song I ever heard by Future was Ain't No Way Around It. The second song I've <laughs> ever heard by Future is um Dirty Sprite. Like for off the first Dirty Sprite mixtape. Mm-hmm. And that's had me wanting to sip lean at like 11, 12 years old, bro. Yeah. So, you know, I ain't know if that was sixth grade, seventh. You know, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And now the man is dead. Yeah, man. I I want people to understand what that man just said. He said that he grew up listening to Future and Gucci and he heard about sipping lean and stuff. And he's talking about his influential years since he was a boy. And he said that the kind of stuff that he heard wanted to uh, make him do that at 11 years old. Now, he didn't say he did it at 11, but he's just saying this are the things that he absorbed. Um, Listen. Now, this is where we're going to go with this topic. Mm. I want people to bra- I want everybody to brace themselves for what we're about to say. This this topic is going to be more about is going to be less less about Juice World and more about what Juice World was influenced by. Yes. You know, no disrespect, but all due respect. Once again, rest in peace to Jewish world. But listen, we went through this when we talked about Mac Miller when he died. We t- we talked about this with other with other people, man. Other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hold the industry accountable mm-hmm. once again. I feel like I got to do this every day. It's annoying, but it is what it is. Yeah, man. Listen, this is why it's so important, Zacchaeus. I'm going to need you to speak to this because you're a father. This man's talking about influences when he was a kid growing up and what he listens, listens to. I need to, I I need to say this real quickly before I let you speak, because I just want people to understand there was a joke. Sorry. Junkie culture pushed in hip hop today. Um, When I was, when I was growing up, um, I mean, you heard situations about the drug dealer, you know, but we, but we knew, well, at least where I'm from, I knew that the drug dealer life of a drug dealer is a short lifespan. It's not going to last mm-hmm. long for you. You eventually going to get caught or killed out here in these streets. Uh, if you live the life of a junkie, you're going to be high till you die. 
or hide till you quit. Okay? Mm. Zacchaeus, you're a parent. I need yes. you to speak to this from a parent standpoint. Well, I'm going to give you my um, my little knowledge of what I know about Juice World, and I'm going to go into parenting. I'm going to go into, then I'm going to go deep into parenting. Um, Juice World, um, mother, for what I when I when I was reading about him, um, Juice World, mother, um, was heavily into the church. She's a she's a born again Christian. She's heavily into the church. His parents, so his parents used to used to um push a lot of gospel on him. That's why he would listen to it in his household is gospel music. But 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 how he got into the hip hop? But he was a little boy. Was he used to go over his cousin? His cousin, the one that exposed him to the hip hop world. But he but he used to, but he but he embraced the hip hop music when he started to mimic um, the other artists, and he then he started to freestyle. When he's a little boy, when he's twelve and eleven years old, freestyle his own lyrics, and he was influenced by Future, influenced by. By Kanye West, influenced by the Chicago hip hop, because Juice World is from Chicago originally, so he's influenced by these artists that he that he came up around. But um, his mother covered him so much from the from the um the music that hit, that hip hop music because he she felt it was a gonna be a bad influence on her son. Now you can cover your kids about so much. But when they get older, they have to make their own decision. When they get older, but you as a parent could do about some, you as a parent can guide them when they're young and raise them up in the way in the Lord when they're young and be your impact on their life and speak to them. Because I believe in speaking to your children. I don't believe in just telling them, don't do this and don't do that. Don't do this, don't do that. Speak to them and tell them why it's no good and tell them why it's, not good. Another thing that hip hop music is bad. It's not hip hop music is good because we we are we are artists, you know, you know Caribbean and hip hop holy art. We are, we're artists, but it's just the simple fact that that as children get older, they make their they, they make their own decisions. You can guide them, you can guide them, and like you know, it's, it's an old saying that goes, you can you know you can guide them to to. Where you want them to go, like drink the water, but you can't. You can get them to go to the water, but you can't. Get, but you can't push them to drink the water. So the thing is, is that that when you, um, the parents, when you have um children, you no, know, you you um help them as much as possible, and you guide them, even even with the, even with with what the, you, you listen to, what they listen to. But you see, as he, as Juice World said, he would um, sneak out of his house. He would go and listen to the um, hip hop, um, the hip hop um, music. He was influenced by that. But you see, the thing is, is, you see, the thing is, there's nothing wrong with the music, but it's what's around the music. What's around the music is the white poison, ladies and gentlemen. It's the poison that's around the music. Now. A few years ago, in the, in the early 2000s, you know, mid to early, mid to 2000s, they had this thing called Scissorp. Scissorp, where it's um, um, purple um, cough medis- medication, syrup, cough medication. Codeine and cough syrup. Uh, 
codeine and it was mixed mixed it with codeine and um something else they laced it with um, there's another name that they think they laced it with too and um and you hear about these artists just sipping on this thing and even made a song sipping on some scissors they will make us they make music out of it and they will bring it you know they will talk about sipping on some scissor through the music and you hear about artists you know artists popular artists um hip-hop artists trap artists that's into this thing yeah they're hooked on it and um juice world was um hooked where his girlfriend said lottie lottie his girlfriend said yeah you know he was trying to live a clean he's trying to do do right he was trying to do something that was clean but it was just something that is not, is very when that devil when that demon pulls you in, it's hard to shake it. It takes the power of God to pull pull you away from that. Oh, say um, but as a parent, you guide them, you love them, but you but you but you um also um tell them the 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 um the, what the, what the demon can do. You also guide them and let them know that listen. Stay away from, listen, if you, if, if, you, if you do this demon and you get influence, all these influence around you, you see, if you listen, if you indulge in that, the power you cannot pull away, son, daughter, you cannot pull away. Once you taste it, you can't, you, it's like a t- you cannot, you don't have the power, or you don't have the strength, the mental strength to pull away. You don't have to, because once you're hooked, that's it. And this is what you gotta do. This is what you gotta do when you talk to your kids. You gotta tell them the the, the you gotta tell them the the side of the effects of it, the effects of it. Because I remember a few years ago, several years ago, an artist called Pimp C was was hooked on it, and then then you're hearing of him passing. Rest in peace to Pimp C. Uh, DJ you know, Screw. So, DJ Screw is another popular name. Uh, who was yeah. linked, who was linked to that as well? Sadly. Yeah, sadly, yeah. Rest in peace to them brothers, man. Because once you get hooked, you cannot, you cannot pull away from that. You can try, but once you get hooked, you're hooked. And we as parents was our duty to tell our kids, listen, listen, listen. You're going around. Okay, you wanna, you wanna do this hip hop music. You wanna get into music. But this is what this entails. This is what it entails. You, it's either you're gonna take a stand and say, "No, I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna taste it, I'm not gonna get involved," or you're gonna follow the crowd and you're gonna get, in, and you're gonna, and you're gonna um get a sip of it because Juice World's entourage was was um. You know, I guess, I guess they're young people and they wanted to party and they wanted to get into it. And they were into it. But you as an individual, you as an individual, you have to say, take a stand and say, listen, I'm not going to indulge in this because once you indulge, this is what, this is what happens. This is, this is the side effects of, on it. And I'm sorry to say that as, as parents sometimes, we so busy sometimes we don't have time to sit down with our kids and 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 show them and say, listen, this is this is if you you can have your fun, but listen, but once you indulge in this thing, the sun is hard to pull out of. 
I can only tell you that that the that it could destroy you and it could kill you, but I but I'm not with you 24 hours. I cannot I cannot say I cannot yell at you wherever corner you are. I just hope and pray for you and say listen, and I can just guide you and tell you that that this is gonna kill you. But once you're out there in the world and once you're out there with amongst your peers. You got to make that final decision. Say, listen, I know what my, my mom said. I know what my dad said, that this could kill me, but I don't, I don't want no parts of it. You have to make that decision because once you get hooked, and I know sometimes you want to do what your friends want to do. You want to stay cool. You want to do what your friends want to do. You want to um, follow your friends. But, yeah, you can follow your friends. Yeah, you can follow them, but it's a price to pay if you start to follow your friends. It's a price to pay once you start indulging in scissorp. It's a price to pay, you know? So that's my message to the young people out there, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, man. Let's talk about the industry real quick because we need to I'm, – I'm not satisfied yet with this topic. Here's the thing. We have a situation where – we have on one end a voice that speaks speaks against something like like this and then on the other end we have a voice that is immersed uh and possessed by mm. content that is about drug abuse mm. Now, drug abuse is nothing new, um, obviously. I mean, we've seen it in uh, other various art forms in different genres. Uh, I mean, especially rock and roll. Uh, well, I would say more like hard rock, heavy metal, stuff like that. You would hear, you would hear some things. You would see some things on stage. It's not cool, you know. Uh, when did it ever become cool to be a junkie? Or to get drunk. I mean, well, you, well, I mean, well, you know, alcohol is alcohol, man. I mean, you know, but this isn't alcohol. This isn't alcohol. Um, yeah. So that's why I want to go a little deeper with that. I mean, you know, nobody is 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 getting on record and encouraging drinking and driving um but on radio stations all over the world and TV stations i mean they seem to uh not really hold the industry accountable for pushing this type of songs on it because songs on these airwaves well because it's big business obviously you know yes it's obvious mm -hmm. you know but i would say that i think certain communities wouldn't allow certain agendas being pushed on them and I'm going to just go there. Uh, when it comes to, okay, I, I, I can't imagine a country music station allowing a whole bunch of country, uh, singers and play songs that talk about them sipping lean. Hmm. I'm 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 or popping Xanax or popping a Molly or, or well I don't know maybe that but popping a Xanax getting addicted to uh P 
painkillers and all that type of stuff. I'm pretty sure uh, country songs have stories about that, but I, I doubt oh, that. You know why? Yeah. I mean, well, we know why. And you go ahead and speak yeah. to that, Zach Hughes. Because, you see, in supremacy, they have an image to uphold. They have an image. To, they have an image to uphold, but then they also have a stereotype. Um, yes, they, stereotype. They, right. They have stereotypes to display. They have stereotypes. They have. Uh, they have an agenda. They have an agenda to make sure that the negative stereotype on certain people is pushed. Yes, but the it's perce- pushed. Right, yes. but the perception on themselves. They want to make sure that you know that their bad is not showcased. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Speak to the rest Their of that. Is a, mm-hmm. Speak to the rest of that. Go ahead. Yeah. See, you see, what it is is that, don't get it wrong, they do drugs too, mm-hmm. but it's not showcased. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's, not, it's not displayed on the radio airwaves. Right. Not at the same capacity as... Not at the same capacity as... We yeah. artists are right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. We already we're already given a stigma and an image as being black already. Right, right. So, so therefore, as we're given the stigma and the image already, it's already set in stone that okay, we want to we want to show we want to build we want to build capital off of this. The industry, the industry wants to build capital off of our pain off of our they want to exploit us and make money off of us especially with this lean especially with with the female showing backside especially all of this is what is what the industry wants to portray and make money off of our our pain our struggles our our shortcomings, our this is what this, this is just our stereotype. They want to put the stereotype on us, cause that this is why they want to keep artists that that portray that, that bring forth messages and bring forth present positive messages on and on the underground, so they won't be heard and they won't be known and they won't be signed. So so the industry wants to sign artists. That that speak about lean ones and and and, put, and speak about Nafpunani, Molly and Percocet. Yes. So, <laughs> but, but of course, once 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 the music was sold out, we we lost control. So. Well, listen, Juice. That's what it is. Juice World was very in that clip I played. Juice World was very specific about who he listened to and what they was talking about. He mentioned Future and Gucci Mane, mm-hmm. and he talked yeah. about how they was talking about Cipollina, and then he talked about Future's Dirty Sprite projects. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was very specific about who he's... T- now, I'm not blaming Future and Gucci Mane for his death because this is bigger than them. Um, yeah. The industry has allowed a space for rappers like Future and Gucci Mane to exist. And this has been uh, put in play way before Gucci Mane and uh, Future was even born. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I think people need to understand is that uh, what is set up by design is set up a long time ago before mm-hmm. me or you are even able to even get a chance to see it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so yes. I'm talking about holding the industry accountable. Um, but then, mm-hmm. okay, now we talk, he talked about the age that he was at. He was very specific, man. So that's yeah. why it's very important to teach your kids that whatever they hear, make sure that your voice um, is in their is in their minds more than the, the peer pressures of this world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I you know, it, yeah. When I was a kid, you know, I never uh, fantasized about smoking crack. <laughs> you know, you know why? Because when I was a kid. Um, being a crackhead uh wasn't positive i mean it it was it was yeah. it was our reality it was our yeah. reality cats who were shooting heroin and smoking crack i mean that was something that that was in the reality um in you know communities where we dwell you know as black people mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because that stuff was pushed into our neighborhoods um, mm-hmm. and we all have family members, people, uh, that we know, you know, that have partaken into hard drugs such as that, but never did I wanted to do that. I ain't never yeah, heard in hip hop. Yeah. I ain't never heard it in hip hop that it was cool to smoke crack. If you was a crackhead, you was labeled as a derelict. You was labeled as somebody who was weak. You know, a human being, but just not a strong one. Yeah, man. That so the thing is glorified, man. Exactly. Yeah. Now, 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 now. You don't hear cats on uh, uh, today's uh, hip hop songs talking about smoking crack and glorifying it, but um, this whole thing about um, you know these popping Xanax and 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 and. and, and and drinking scissorb and sipping lean and all of that. I mean, that's the new age. I wouldn't say that's crack, but that's that's basically the new that's the new age addiction that you know that's that they've made cool and could you know and and can do the things like not necessarily like crack, but it can kill you. You know what I'm saying? And this is the and we we can't make stuff like this that kills you with a wave. I mean, I know cats talked about weed opening up the floodgates. Listen to me, man. When I was smoking weed, I never wanted to do no crack. I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm keeping it all the way real. I don't do it no more. But I once did. You know, I once had an error when I did. You know, Zacchaeus didn't know me yet. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Well, no, he, no. We, we no. met we met when I was being done with that. We met when I was being done with that. Um, you know. But, you know, this is the kind of stuff. It never made me want to do that. You know, because because I was taught about the destruction. See, here's the thing. You teach it. Here's the thing. A lot of times uh, we as I'm not a parent, but uh, society and parents will teach a kid not to do a drug. But we need to tell that kid what the drug does. Yeah, man. You know, go ahead, Zacchaeus. 
you know, yeah, yeah we got exactly. We got to explain, explain what the drug does, and uh, things. Then we just leave out things, and and it's like try um and don't get involved in what our kids watch, and don't get involved in what our kids just do. It, you know, it's like you're sending them out there to the world, and it's, and and the, and the world is teaching them. You see, if you don't teach them, the world can teach them. Mm-hmm. You know. And um, it's 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 really really crucial time to teach your kids even before they hit eleven and twelve about the damage and the danger of drugs. You, you know the danger of drugs and what it can, what it can do to you, how it can destroy your life, and how you can wind up, and how and and, and it can even cause and it can even cause death too. These is many examples. You know, growing up. Back in the 80s, um, they had a song by Public Enemy called Basshead. See, there was message in the music. Now, Basshead had to deal with, he said there was, it was not glorifying drugs. It was going, it was speaking, it was stories against drugs. Now, Public Enemy, is a, those who don't know, is a, is a rap group from the 80s. You know, they, they make popular songs like Don't Believe the Hype and, um, and, um, and fight the power. Like in 88, 80, 89, with your favorite, those were, I know people know favorite Flav, but you know, a little bit with Chuck D, but I remember a song called The Bass Head back in the 80s, and it was speaking directly towards people that, that was using crack. Crack was big in 86. So it was, and, and it was a fight against crack, okay, and a fight against drugs in the music. Hip hop music was a message in the music that was fighting against, against drugs. Now in 2020, not 2019, going on to 2020, is being glorified in the music. So now as you can see how far hip hop has gone. It, then and I believe that we can take that back. We it, it it'll, it'll take some time, but as long as the industry is controlled by by the supremacy. It would always be that way. It would always be that way. Yeah. You know, but, um, so my, my, um, heart always goes out to Juice World, MC, and for others who lost their life with a scissor. You know, so, I mean, it's just, we have a decision. When, so, see, when you put that thing to your lips, and you sip is a decision you made already. I'm sure, as as um time time was went on, that Juice World was probably warned. Maybe his girl warned him, or somebody in his in that that cared about him warned him and said, "Listen," or his parents said, "Listen, listen. You got to be careful with taking this. This thing is this thing will kill you." The thing will kill you, but um, as was but but what I heard, fifth, I heard that um, um, Juice World was even I forgot to tell you that he was even saying that he's not gonna make twenty one. I, I I or, or older than twenty one. That's what I heard. But um, you know, it's another thing too. You know, predicting your own death. Death is in the power of the tongue. We gotta be careful what we say too. 
Well, but um, I also want to talk about escapism. A lot of times people do indulge in other things for escapism. Uh, and what I mean by that is um, they got something going on in their life, so they need to do this to distract them. And a lot of times people will turn themselves to drugs and sex and all types of alcohol and all types of stuff, all types of yeah. stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because this is what they do to get away. I mean, sp- speak to that, you know, because your problems are not solved just because you got drunk on Say you have an issue that's bothering you Friday. It hasn't been solved. So you drink Friday night and then you're sober. uh, uh, You wait till you get sober. You got your hangover Saturday. And then when Sunday Mm -hmm. arrives, your problem is still there because it hasn't been solved. So you drink again. And then Monday, you drink again. And then Tuesday, you drink again. So you're trying to drink stuff away. That doesn't, or you're trying to get high to get that away. you know, speak to that, uh, Zacchaeus, because th- that's something that well, could have been going on. Well, yeah, it's been going on. I know, I know artists that before they get on stage, they you know they smoke a little something. You know, before you get on stage, you get a little buzz. So you 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 drink a tonic, or you know you smoke a herb, or you know what I'm saying, or or, or um, well, so for some artists, okay, they get on the scissor. You know, they they and, and, and there's something that. That once you start, it's like you know, you're not giving that up. It's, it's an addiction, and it becomes an addiction. You think you're gonna smoke your problems, you think you're gonna sip your problems away. You know, you don't sip your problems, make you make it worse. You don't, you don't sip your problems away because see, years ago, years and years ago, way back, I'm stretching way back to night to the 1950s, 60s. Brother Frankie Lyman at a teenagers. Frankie Lyman. Frankie Lyman. Um, the one that sings um, Why Do Fools Fall in Love? Frankie Lyman. Um, he was hooked up. He became a junkie. But one, but people see people see that fix. Itching his arms and everything. He was he was hooked on drugs. But you see, what happened was his problems became worse because once you get hooked, you start doing erotic things. You start stealing money for drugs. You start doing anything you kind of anything you want to do. You start, you you start um you look a certain way. You know, you start itching. You look kind of you look a little off. So it doesn't it doesn't you don't you can't step away your problems. You can't, you can't um, drug away your problems. There's no such thing because it only gets worse. It only gets worse. Now, Frankie Lyman died of an overdose, <clears throat> 1968. Why do fools so, fall in love? Yeah, why do fools fall in love? So, as <sighs> many artists over the, many, many artists, I can name a whole lot. Holy, that that of an overdose. It's a lot. But the industry has an influence. I won't say the industry, but it's it's what's what's around the industry that that draw these young artists into the the drug world, the junkie world of using and getting hooked. And then once they get hooked, they don't stop. I call it I call it industry, but the industry has a demon around it that dances around it. 
and every artist, if you're in the industry, you was introduced to it. But you, but some made a decision to say, no, I will not sell my soul. But some already sold their soul. But I mean by sell your soul, meaning that you already got hooked by the demon. And the demon hook you. And now, and and now you you're in you're in you're sucked in and you can't get out. You find yourself you can't get out. So you told so I mean, you go to rehab. I know um uh, Juice World was talking about getting clean at one point and be and, and getting off of the you know, getting off of um, a certain drug at one point. But that time when he was going to, he was just about to turn 21, he was going to uh, um, his birthday party. He was leaving LA and going to Chicago to a birthday party, to, to, to celebrate his birthday, his 21st birthday. And in between that time on the plane, he was smuggling. This, I, he just got, the once again, the demon got him. And it got him in the, in, in the and it took, and the demon took him. So, so young people, we gotta be careful, careful, real crucial who you hang with, and who, who's who, who you are around. Because you see, the thing is, is not just the industry. Even you don't have to be in the industry to be hooked on this thing. Just young people. That's what that's listening to the music, but they're doing what the art, they're doing what some of these artists do. They're sipping on the scissor. They're getting, they're getting hooked on the code. And and we're falling into the stereotype of what the supremacy wants you to. As far as like, if you're in the industry and you're glorifying sipping on scissor, and you're glorifying what what the stereotype, what these, what the supremacy and the stereotype wants you to do, that's you're falling right into the to the trap. We, we once we did that, we already done solar soul already. You see that? So I'm telling you, it's a demon and you gotta get away from it. We gotta get right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanna end off this topic and we gotta move on. I'm gonna actually read Inspector Dex verse from Cream because I think it speaks to what what we're talking about as far as the influence. And you know, for those who know this song, historical Wu Tang record, but his verse dropped a lot of jewels, you know what I'm saying? A lot of jewels, you know, and, you know, you know, he started off like this. It's been 22 long, hard years. I'm still struggling. Survival got me bugging, but I'm alive on arrival. I peep at the shape of the streets and stay awake to the ways of the world. Cause it's deep. A man with the dream with plans to make cream, which failed. I went to jail at the age of 15, a young buck selling drugs and such who never had much trying to get a clutch of what I could not touch. The court put me short and now I face incarceration, pacing, going to states, my destination, handcuffed in the back of a bus. 40 of us. Life as a shorty shouldn't be so rough. Be so rough. But as the world turned, I learned life is hell. Living in a world no different from a cell. Every day I escape from Jake's give, giving chase, selling bass, smoking bones in the staircase. Staircase. 
Though I don't know why I chose to smoke cess. I guess smoke that's cess. when I'm not depressed. But I'm still depressed. And I ask what it's worth. Ready to give up so I seek the old earth. Who explained earth. the hard and made, helped me help you maintain to learn to overcome the heartaches and pain. We got pain. stick up kids, corrupt cops, and crack rocks, and, and straight shots. All in the block, it stays hot. Live it up to me while I be living proof to kick the truth to the young black youth. But shorty running wild, smoking such drinking beer and ain't trying to hear when I'm kicking in his ear. Neglected for now, but what? Hey, yo, it's got to be accepted. But what? The life is hectic. It's hectic. Now, the reason why I read that is because what did I say about escapism? And he was talking about escapism, but then he was saying like, yo, that didn't solve my problems. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I had to read that to kind of set some light on what I'm talking about, and also to pay homage mm-hmm. to the best group in the the best rap group in the world. All right, <sighs> Jesus Christ! All right, we're gonna mm-hmm. move into our last topic. We're gonna end the show like this. Listen, what I don't understand is okay. Okay, maybe I do understand, but but maybe I maybe I don't. Listen, I know people out here love their animals. I know they do, uh, you know, but how long are you going to crucify a person, man, for what they do? I mean, I mean, people act like Michael Vick killed somebody. I mean, um, yeah. listen, and I'm about to uh, uh, bring some fire and fury in a second, but let me just go off of what's been going on here. So like we said before, the top of the, at the beginning of the hour, you know, almost 400,000 signed a petition to stop Michael Vick from receiving a 2020 Pro Bowl honor due to his dogfighting pass. The man did some years for dogfighting. He comes out, uh, rehabilitated himself, you know, well, not himself, but you know what I mean, went through a process of just going, getting back into society and stuff like that. Um, got offered a job with yeah. with the Eagles, um, with, with, you know, with the Steelers, um, you know, this is a man who had to win people again, and that didn't work. I mean, he got booed. He got called every racial name in the book. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, but this is what I'm trying to figure out. How come they don't keep this same energy for those who kill? Yeah, I'm going to make it about this. You're listening to this podcast. I'm going there. You know, you know, where I'm going with this. Keep that same energy with a race soldier dressed in a police uniform, guns down mm-hmm. a unarmed citizens of melanin, and doesn't mm. go to jail, but gets to keep his job, get money. They got all types of GoFundMe's uh, uh, for for his lawyer fees and everything that happens all the time. It happened with uh, the one who shot Mike Brown. It happened with Zimmerman, and Zimmerman's not even a cop. You know what I'm saying? All of this stuff. How come that same energy that people got for Michael Vick to cancel him, they don't have that same energy for that of a George Zimmerman or that of a Darren Wilson or that of a, 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 a Patelino, the one that uh, choked out Eric Gardner? How come? Zacchaeus, help me out hmm. here. Let me tell you something, man. It seems to me that that they're trying to because me, America loves animals. Let's just get it straight. They love um pets, dogs and cats, but they will not let that for some part. They for I we we mean you know the reason why they 
and then they're not letting Michael. They're trying to put a petition against Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the, the, the the hypocritical NFL is not. <laughs> they're they're trying to. I don't think it's, maybe it's the end, but some of these these fans are not trying to let this thing down. The NFL, some of these NFL fans, they're not trying to let this thing down. They're trying to tarry this man paid his debt to society, paid what he had to pay. He, he said he's he sorry and he paid for it. But you know, a black man, they don't, they don't, they 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 try to bring up old wounds and and they keep a and they keep a cloud over the cloud over you at all times. You see them say they're not letting it, they're not letting this thing down. I figured that you know the he paid his debt to he paid his debt to society. He did his thing. He, he, he's sorry. Now they gotta just bring it up and put a and and bring that cloud back over his head and remind them of what he's done. Yo, how come they don't do that to um to some of these some of these uh, non-black people that 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 do things. They do things and they just person and they and just okay, this he, he did he did his he did his dirt and they move on from it. And then and they get him get his reward. But oh no, Michael Vick's the brother. They gotta keep that, they gotta keep that cloud over his head. So Well, you know, look they're not letting it down. Yeah, man. I I just wanna know where that same energy is. I mean, I'm trying to figure out who NFL fans hate more. Do they hate Michael Vick more? Or do they hate Colin Kaepernick? He never touched a soul. You know, the only animal he's probably oh, yeah. killed. The only animal he's probably killed was probably a roach or a fly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, you know it's interesting because the same people, the same people who are mad at Michael Vick for uh for uh for dog fight, dog fight, are the same people that go out there and shoot deer and moose. And elk, and go to Africa and shoot elephants and and giraffes and and cheetahs and leopards and all this other stuff. Where are you? Yeah, how come how come they're not how come they're not penalized and, and criticized? But yeah, they figured they figured that Michael Vick is a is a um, well known figure in the NFL, mm-hmm. and he's a, and he's a brother. So so therefore they're gonna. Keep this riding on. They're gonna keep this riding on him. Saying so, you know, so trying to penalize him, crucify him, saying he doesn't deserve. He does not deserve an award for what he done. Oh, we love our animals, but yet, but yet, like you said it before, but yet it's such a hypocritical game because yet the same way how you the same way how you can you can convict can just try to um, bring down Michael Vick for doing the dog fight. Then why don't you put your rifles down and start shooting there, and and stop and stop um, killing animals for your own gain? Michael Big is Michael Big is not going to continue the dog fight. He paid what he had to do, and that's it. Yeah, he's been done for that. Yeah, but nobody's telling you to stop with the deer deer hunting. Nobody's telling you to stop. To, nobody's telling you to stop. Then if that's the case, then you stop. Then you stop killing animals, innocent animals. Then, mm-hmm. you know, if you go, if, if you go, if you go be, if you go be real, if you go, if you speak about oh him fighting the dogs, and you put on your rifle to animals. Then, if if you if you animal lover, 
claim to say that always oh, so cruel animals. Then you start doing what you got to do. I mean, I just want those same people who signed a petition uh, to cancel them could sign a petition uh, to get uh, Kaepernick back because Kaepernick never killed anybody. I mean, that's all I want you to do. If you mean well and you love uh, uh, people like white supremacy claims they do, yeah. <laughs> I mean, help, 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 help this brother out. You know what I'm saying? He ain't kill nobody, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but you got this thing for Michael Vick, but there's been a lot of support for Michael Vick as well. I mean, everybody doesn't feel that way, but a lot of people have supported Michael Vick because they said, listen, the man hasn't had that situation happen since then. And he's learned, but I'm going to tell you what it is because black people are not allowed to, uh, get second chances in the system of white supremacy. I want people to make sure I heard what I just, what they heard, what I just said. Can, Black can, you, can you repeat that I again? will, I will. Because of the system of white supremacy, Black people are not the ones to get a second chance in this society due to white supremacy. Uh, let's first start off that in the beginning, black people never even had a first chance. Okay. Uh, since the inception of white supremacy. So, I mean, they definitely don't want you getting no second chance. White supremacy is also set up for, um, it's set up for white supremacists and suspected white supremacists that when they mess up, that they have a system to fall back on and rely on. That's going to put them back in place. That system was not set up for anybody else. Can I mention? Can I? Can I say? Can I say one thing that that's that's paying the cost right now compared to his white counterpart, Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby. Uh, a hundred percent correct because Harvey Weinstein has, um, I would say, walked into the shadows. Um, there hasn't been any news about him. But there's still news about Cosby. I mean, there's an article that's saying that uh, Bill Cosby is not is has no remorse, and that he uh, doesn't apologize for anything. And I mean, here's the thing: apologize for something that you did wrong. But if you ain't doing nothing wrong, you shouldn't be apologizing for it. They should be apologizing to him. Now, if, like I said, if you did it, but if you didn't do it, you shouldn't be apologizing. But Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't understand. I mean, I mean, he put up money to put up money to settle, but I mean, you, there's been nothing said. And the one thing I want to also say, um, you know, you the one the the one thing that we, we see and will continue to see is this: is that um, if 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 Michael Vick. Um, I'm going to say something that's never been said before. I, be, yeah. I believe Michael Vick liked dogs too, but he also liked money. And, mm-hmm. you know, dog fighting has been going on before Michael Vick. I mean, when I was a kid, I saw stories all the time about dog fighting. Dog fighting uh, was going on everywhere. Dog fighting was going on in in, in uh, wealthy neighborhoods and the slums. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just regular street stuff. Dog fighting? Pfft. You know, 
But it's just the fact that people got, you know, like I said, because he's a football player who, who made millions of dollars, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was already uh, disliked before the dog fighting because he, you know, uh, you know, the NFL was not created for black people uh, and definitely not for black people to be the quarterback because the quarterback. Yeah. Let me tell you something about classism in football. Or no, I'll, well, I'll just say roles in football and class. I guess you could say classism. Uh, I want everybody to know that um, when it comes to football, the um, the pawns to keep everybody back is the linemen and the the uh, the wide receivers are running out to uh, get orders. But the one who gives the orders is the quarterback. The quarterback is the general on that field. That right there yeah, is something yeah, that they a, did not want the black man to be at. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because uh, quarterback uh, is a symbolism for control, being the head, being the ruler. The head, that, there's, the head the, there's symbolism the there. They didn't want that for mm-hmm. black um, people. They didn't want that for black men. A black man to be a, a not only a, a good quarterback, not only a good quarterback with an arm, but also athletic. I mean, you know, you already had black wide receivers and running backs that were very athletic and strong, uh, you know, on the yeah. defensive end, strong, uh, strong defensive linemen, linebackers, uh, speed, everything. Uh, Michael Vick yeah. was yeah. was was a multi-talented, um, very versatile football player who could throw the ball and run. That's a triple threat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they yeah, yeah. so so there were already NFL fans that didn't like him because they felt that he was revolution revolutionizing the game that uh that they felt white quarterbacks couldn't compete with. So they already had a hate and disdain for him. Then he has the situation with the dogs. That just added more fuel to the fire for them. That's what did it. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't want to see they didn't, see, they didn't want to keep you at a certain level. They have no problem with Michael Irvin being one of the best wide receivers of all time. They have no problem with uh, Barry Sanders and Emmitt Smith being one of the best, being the, uh, some of the best running backs of all time. But they do not right. want a black quarterback, quarterback. to mm. be one of the best quarterbacks of all time. They do not want a black man on that list. So he already, no. so there was already uh, uh, um, opposition against him to begin with. You know what I'm saying? So I just exactly, want, I just yeah. want people to understand that, um, in this system, you're you're already an enemy before you can even be a hero. Zacchaeus, you have the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, well. Um, Michael Vick was a man that is. Michael Vick is talented. This is crazy, man. But we have to look at we have to look at the whole. And if, if you're right, man, they only want to see it at a certain level. Because once you go on, once you reach that plateau. Any little thing you do, we have to remember to tell our people that we have to cross our eyes and that our T's at all times. We don't get the same kind of treatment like 
like like our um some of our white counterparts do. We don't get that, so therefore we we always got to be mindful on what we do, and they're just waiting for this brother to fall. Any little thing, even with even with President Obama, any little thing, any little thing, did. It's not, it's not like um, you know, like Trump that can get away with certain things that he had to do. Any little thing we do, see. You don't waiting for Michael Vick to fall. Any little thing we're penalized. Look at Kaepernick. Any little thing that we do that's out of the order, that that when it comes to justice and standing for right, you get penalized. You get penalized. Oh, you you sort of book at you. You're this and you're that. And you're this and you're that. You know. So I don't have any final thought. Uh. I guess I basically basically made my final thought. Um, but we're gonna get up out of here. Any of the last words, um, uh, you want to say before we uh, close out the show? Yeah. Once again, um, condolences to um, Juice World, and that's that's what I want to say. You know, that's it, man. All right. Hey, Zach Hughes, let them know where they can reach you at. You can reach me on Facebook. Um, it's Wayne Zacchaeus Backus on Facebook on Twitter. Wayne Backus at Wayne Backus two on Twitter at Wayne Backus two, also on Instagram Zacchaeus B seventy three. That's Zacchaeus B seventy three. All right, y'all can get at me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Fifth General. All right, so we're gonna get up out of here. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. Another episode of Mrs. Z and Fifth. See y'all next time, all right? Peace. Peace. Yeah, yeah.